Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 507 of Drunk Digital Podcast. I'm as always, I'm Tyler. And join me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? I'll tell you what, man. I am super excited. Got a whole bunch of different games this past week. Got a whole bunch nice. of different types of uh, stuff I'm going to be doing this weekend. But at the same time, you know, I'm happy to actually be playing a couple of different games this week. But nice. other than that, though, it's like, Work's been the same, busy, lots of crazy people, lots of sales and everything else. Oh, boy. But everything else, though, is like, yeah, it's it's been sort of warm, but not as warm as last week and stuff mm-hmm. to where it was like in the 90s, you know, 80s, 90s and stuff like that. But uh, for the Pacific Northwest, you know, anything that's above 80 degrees and people are like, oh, my God, it's too hot. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> uh, at least it's not as bad as like, say, some parts of like the Midwest or even like during places like, say, Kentucky or like or God, even like a flash flooding inside Death Valley and stuff. You know, it's. I mean, it sucks, all those, like, natural weather disasters and all those other crap, but mm. at the same time, it makes you appreciate that, hey, there's always that thing where, hey, it could always be worse. <laughs> true. Very but true. At the same time, man, I feel like I'm doing pretty freaking good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, Gables, you know. Uh, woke up in a pretty decent mood today. It's been a while since I've, I've felt that way. I woke up, hmm. not, like, going around, like, depressed all the time, but, you know, it's been pretty grumpy work stuff you know for the last couple months and um woke up you know and i felt you know i woke you know i woke up at like 6 45 this morning and i was like i feel pretty well rested i feel mm-hmm. pretty positive today uh it's my baby boy louis birthday um mm-hmm. i think he's sleeping in his bed in the bed right now um not gonna say his name too many more times i'll come out here like what, what are we talking about now that's my <laughs> dog if you don't know uh but uh today's his seventh birthday so i uh, went up to Took him for a nice little uh, WALK um, first thing this morning because it was like supposed to be this is like the hottest day of the year for us. So um, got in like the 110s today. Um, so I took him for a nice little WALK before we got, you know, like first thing this morning. And then uh, a little bit before we hopped on here when it got a little cooler out, I took him for another another nice little one. And, you know, just kind of get, get him a little tuckered out for, for bedtime and everything. But uh, that was nice, you know, and uh, – been kind of lounging today got you know just cleaning stuff like that but it, you know feel, feel pretty well rested uh also yesterday I, I went to the store after work and i found these bad boys right here unfortunately i only had the canned version of samuel oh, adams samuel <laughs> adams Oktoberfest. oh they're selling the Oktoberfest now okay. yep they come out in august um august through october sometimes you might get lucky and find them in like mid-november maybe um unfortunately all they have is the cans one they're not as good but you know what it's uh, a canned Oktoberfest is still better than 90% of the beers out there. So I'm uh, pretty happy with that. So everything's, you know, turned up quagmire, you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's been it's been a pretty decent day today. Uh, went up, got some Starbies, too, this morning. Starbucks, for kids that don't know. And uh, got Louie a, a pup cup. He's pretty happy about that one. Um, then I went to the uh, to the, a pet supply store right right nearby and got him a... Uh, Got him some treats. Got him a couple of toys. I got him this cool little guy right here. Uh, it's a little toy that says Aww. "Happy Birthday" on it. He loves that one quite a bit. I got him a little puppy. He loves like little puppy toys. And got him a couple of rawhides. And uh, <laughs> I was gonna buy him like a little cake thing that you can like give him as a treat. But it was kind of like a lot of like cake stuff there to give to like one animal. So right. Like, uh, you know, he's, he's not very. He's like a twenty pound dog. So he's Jack Russell. So. Uh, 
I went up to uh, got got went up to McDonald's, had that for dinner today, and got him a little Sunday. I didn't give him the whole thing, but uh, I gave him a couple scoops out of it, and he loved that, so he's pretty happy with the ice cream. So uh, he's had a pretty good day, I'll say. He's oh, pretty spoiled sure. today. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think he's pretty. I think it was a pretty decent birthday for him. So yeah, but uh, you know, other than that, I'm doing all right. You know, um, had some maybe one of the greatest moments of my entire life today. Um, Showed Gables for for the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I got I got my first victory royale in Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, I was streaming it live on Twitch. Unfortunately, I didn't realize for some reason I don't know why I tested everything out beforehand. It was working. Uh, my audio for my voice like wasn't coming through. So like I was talking the whole time and nobody could actually hear me. Um, and let me say, guys, I was mixed some good fucking jokes out there. I was pretty funny. Um, but I finally got my first dub. I'll post it on our YouTube channel here um soon um but i'll say the way it ended was tonight i am the greatest Fortnite player alive and his name was john cena uh, <laughs> i was really happy with that ending and you guys couldn't hear it i'm pretty bummed about that but yeah yeah it's pretty yeah. good you, you probably didn't see my comment that i posted in i seen that do a flip you fucking asshole i saw i saw it afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah i streamed for like a little over an hour and i think i played four or five games and i even said going in I'll do one more game because I like I had enough time to probably squeeze in. Gables, I'm telling you, man, you gotta get in there with me. Gotta get in there with me, buddy. Well, you can we'll play see. it on PS5. You got a hundred. Don't give me the we'll see, motherfucker. <laughs> um, it is PS5. You do 120 frames per second. I'm telling you, rip them apart. We'll destroy them. Zero build mode, no build. <laughs> oh boy, I love it. Um, yeah, every game I played, I got to like I've never won before in Fortnite. I finally uh, finally won, so that felt really good. Um, and oh man, I was so happy, man. Whoo, it's good. It took a good, like 45 minutes, I think for my blood, my, like a heart rate to go back down to normal. Um, but also I got my uh, new extra life shirt today. Hey, that looks pretty nice. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Pretty happy about that. So, you know, everything, like I said, everything's come up quagmire on that one. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. You know, Kios, I'm just, I'm vibing right now. You vibing? I'm vibing. Eh, a little bit. Yeah. As the thoughts cross through his head. That was a really good pregnant pause there, Gables. I was really wanting to go for a long <laughs> one there. Um, but uh, anyways, Gables, this is a uh, video game podcast where we talk about video games every week. Um, if you want to... Sorry, there's like... Somebody in my hallway and sound like they're out from uh, like outside my door this whole time, huh. and like I got really quiet. Then I heard him walk right back out. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Anyways, this that is a uh, yeah, it's very weird. Um, anyways, this is a uh, video game podcast where every week we talk about video games and hopefully no one's sitting outside my door right now. And um, if you like all that and you want to find out if someone's standing outside my door right now. Uh, click that like button on, on YouTube. <laughs> like, follow, subscribe everywhere. Uh, look down in the show notes. You'll find uh, the links to all of our socials, um, wherever pods are cast that we're on. Um, we're in more places, but we have the primary ones like Spotify, uh, Anchor, and uh, YouTube, uh, and Apple as well. So all those places are on there. Um, but yeah, check us out, please. You know, like I said, like if you're on YouTube, that we're really trying to do. We're trying to push really hard this year on the youtube um so you know give, give us a give us a big thumbs up there it's right over there 
backwards, backwards, Tyler. There we go. Right over there. It's located around Gable's junk area. Um, he'll feel that. Yep, he'll make that face uh, for audio listeners. You're missing out right now. You're missing out some quality content. Um, he'll make that face every time. He'll just be standing there talking like he, he's like being fired. He's just like <laughs> like getting the worst news possible. Get the worst news possible, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking something incredibly happy. Like, and they're looking at me like, what like, the fuck is wrong somebody, with you? It's like somebody just liked the podcast I was on. Uh, but yeah, also sus- hitting subscribe will do that as well. Clicking the bell also. I don't know. That's what kids say nowadays. Click the bell. And click that bell. You'll see when the clip of me getting my first dub in Fortnite. Uh, you'll see that. My first victory royale. But um, anyways, guys, I meant to have these links open before we started the podcast. And I didn't do it. So bear with me for a second, kids, as I open up like 15 fucking links. Um, but guys, like I said, this is a video game podcast. So let's get into the news, Gables. Mm, okay. Let's start off with maybe the big the biggest news of the week, um, primarily here, is we had a Pokemon Presents. They announced it Monday, yes. as they normally do, um, and uh, couldn't fortunately couldn't watch it live. Well, I was able to watch the back half of the live, which was the important part, um, but I, I wasn't able to do like a live reaction because I had to work on my had to work my day off again. Um, but we had we had some news on this one. So as we know, Pokemon Violet and Scarlet are coming out uh, on November eighteenth. Um, we had like a pretty big in depth thing here, but we also talked a lot about some other stuff here. There's like the, the Pokemon, uh, world cup or world, whatever world cup championships yep. going on in London right now. And that trophy and the jacket are sexy AF cables. You saw my live reaction. Like I was, I, I wasn't able to watch that stuff until right before we started recording. Yeah. The biggest uh, face you've ever seen. Yeah, my God! It, you would have thought that someone just clicked like on our podcast. The the, the face I made when I saw that. Uh, it was uh, that's a sexy jacket, and I want that fucking trophy. Um, but yeah, anyway, so they, they got that going on. Pokemon Go. They announced some more stuff going on with that one. Um, yeah, who gives a shit about that? Uh, Pokemon Unite. I just found out there's a Pokemon called Buzzwole, and I hate him and everything about him. <laughs> um, but there's also a Pika party going on right now. Um, so apparently there's a thing called Ultra Beast that Gables just informed me on before the podcast because I, I did not finish Sun and Moon. I just didn't like it. Um, but yeah, they, they introduced Ultra Beast. That's kind of like when the Power Rangers introduced dinosaurs. Like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Uh, fuck off. And, but uh, don't give me that fucking look. I saw that look, Gables. I saw, don't defend the, the Power Rangers and dinosaurs. That's like episode number one, dude. <laughs> it's stupid. Don't do it. Don't do it, okay? You're 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 people in suits. That's what you are. That's it. And then you combine together to make one big suit. That's the that's the plot. Now nothing else we need to do. And then we add the white ranger, and then the pink ranger. What was she doing right now? Gil, do you think I got a shot at the pink ranger? No. Okay, that's, yeah. appreciate the honor. appreciate the honesty. It kind of kind of hurts. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, appreciate you being honest with me. And it's um, falling directly to the center of the earth. <laughs> yeah, Gables, if you would have asked you had a shot at the Yellow Ranger, I would have said yeah. But um, anyways, you're a better man than I. Uh, anyways, there's a peak, there's a peak of party going on with Pokemon Unite. Um, man, Pokemon Unite was a good game. I actually like the game a lot. I kind of want to go back to it. It's actually pretty fun from the little bits yeah. I played of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got I got to get into it for a good like week there. I think I put like not crazy, but probably like four or five hours into it. But it was fun. I like that game. Uh, like I was telling you, like it was like a twenty dollar game and just had all the shit in there and I had to do like the free to play stuff. Uh, I kept playing it, but uh, I I marked out when we saw your character running up the hill. Um, and that's not a Stranger Things reference. That's just literally he's running up a mountain. And you see red, and I'm like, oh my god, we're getting a Golden Sun remake. Golden Sun. This is the final. This, did I say Golden <laughs> Sun? Golden Sun. <laughs> what Tom was meaning is being excited because you thought it was going to be like a Golden Silver remake. <laughs> Golden Silver, yeah. But I mean, if we can get a Golden Sun remake, I'd be cool with that too. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, I'm on beer number five, guys. I've been drinking. Uh, but Gables, you might take over at some point. Uh, if I'm already saying Golden Sun, I haven't thought about that game in like a decade. My God, this uh, or something like are just crossing through your heads. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my God. Uh, but I thought they were doing a Golden Silver remake because that's the final scene from Golden Silver before you face Red. Uh, and it turns out it's the Pokemon Masters EX game, which it, it was a third anniversary. And Gables, mm-hmm. I don't know what the game is. No idea what the game is. Um, we got a Pokemon Cafe remix thing where Mewtwo farted. Um, and then finally, why the fuck were they cut it off there? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm reading this. I'm using the Polygon article here. Right. And they do everything in order, and then they just stop at the when it gets to the Pokemon. Ah, here it is. I found it. Never mind. Um, good job. I take it back. I was going to talk shit, but I'm not going to do it now. So anyways, so they announced the name of the new area, new region is Paldea. Um, we also got to look at the two legendaries. Oh, Jesus Christ. Cor- Cor- don't don't help me, Gables. I'll get it. Okay. I'm going to get it. Cor- uh, Corridon. Corridon. Miradon. Corridon and Miradon. Is that right? You can tell me now. <laughs> well, you were half right. You have Corridon and Miradon. Corridon. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah, was doing. Now you know. I uh, see. I, the, the Mortal Kombat was coming out of me on that one. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, you can ride them like more. <laughs> Sorry, you can ride them like motorcycles. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny when it's when it's written out. Like I've seen the video multiple times now, but just seeing it written out, you can ride them like motorcycles. It was it's, funny, and then they. It's the name. Sometimes ride they fly. On. Inside of the I get it now. I totally got it now. I get it. Uh, but like, I get it. But it, just reading it is funny to me. Uh, and then sometimes they fly. Um, also, there's a crystallization feature um, that's kind of like their Gigamax and their X and Y stuff they do. Yes. Um, makes Pokemon sh- shine. They get like a crystal like thing over them. Um, what was it called? Like terraforming or ter, 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 what the fuck is it called? <laughs> I think it's called terrestrializing or something of that sort. It, it sucks. That name sucks. I'm saying it right but now. Basically um, what that is, is just, it has the point, it has the point of the ability where it'll increase the power of the move that you're using pretty much based upon your type. Or you can actually use different types depending upon which type of Pokemon or something you have. So in the case they put out an example with Eevee where it could have a normal terrestrialized thing and then it could either have like normal or maybe grass, maybe water, you know, depending upon which type of Eevee you have. You know, it's 
Yeah, it's one of their newest gimmicks that they got going right there, but it looks like it's kind of pretty straightforward to me, where it's just like, okay, more powerful moves. Some Pokemon have different moves than their current element. I mean, okay. Yeah, it's a thing they do with like X and Y and like Sun, uh, Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield, where it's like, and we're just kind of doing the same thing over and over again. We just slightly, we just change what it looks like. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, they also announced that there was like, so like now your trainer is like he's at like an like an academy, like a like a he's like so he's still a kid, yeah. But he's at an academy. He's got teachers and professors, and he's got looks like maybe not just one rival, like he has multiple friends possibly. Um, and there's three like main stories. Uh, two, one of them we know is like you know the eight gym leaders, but we don't know the other two. Um, and then they talked a lot about the multiplayer modes, um, which you can play with four people. You can like roam around the world with your friends. Uh, you could do like raids and like, you can get more of the terrorizing. I'm going with terrorizing. Um, I'm going to call it that for now. Yeah. That's a big, that's a deep pull for wrestling fans. If you don't know, uh, that's what I'm going to call for for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Pikachu is using his terrorizing ability. <laughs> He's from British Connecticut. <laughs> Just starts transforming to Triple H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he when he, when he uh, terrorizes, he he pulls out a sledgehammer instead of a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to make the same like the same expression as Triple H holding a sledgehammer, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking Bulbasaur spits water out of his mouth on everybody. Oh god! <laughs> Comes out the motorhead. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is some wrestling jokes for people. Uh, sorry for that, but um, anyways. Uh, no idea, like, kind of what that entails other than, like, the raid stuff. Uh, and then you can walk around the world with your friends. Um, but, I don't know, Gables, you're the Pokemon guy, so, you like, I want to hear your initial reactions to everything we're seeing so far. Okay, so, initially, what we saw in that Pokemon Presents, you know, I felt like it was sort of, like, kind of, like, half and half in terms of excitement coming from me. It's, like, there was a bunch of it where I wasn't really that much into, either because I've either played a little bit of it, I have no interest in it whatsoever. So obviously the Pokemon Cafe stuff I've never tried. I'm not saying that it's bad or anything, but I it's just one of those games where I don't feel like it's for me. The Pokemon Unite stuff, you know, yeah, the Pokemon Unite stuff, I like that there's different type of themes for Pokemon, say like with Blastoise being a freaking firefighter and then like a freaking bonnet wearing Snorlax or some of that sort. That one was pretty funny to see. But, uh, oh, when they were the village people? Oh, yeah. The Pokemon? <laughs> kind of like the village people, honestly. Only ones wearing a, <laughs> like a bonnet and bib. But, uh... <laughs> that was the sixth member that we don't know about. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the Pokemon Masters X stuff, I've only seen that app advertised maybe a couple of different times. Still don't know what the hell that is. But, uh, we're getting new content for that. You know, I, I, didn't, I wasn't really too excited for that. The thing I was really interested in seeing is like seeing confirmations of specific rumors or some more speculation stuff that I had been watching like weeks prior. Of course, I stopped watching a lot of that speculative stuff from Scarlet and Violet, like pretty much as soon as like a week or two ago. Cause I think I've already saw enough to the point where, okay, I've already read a lot of the stuff that, uh, that one leaker Riddler coup did. And like that other Riddler that supposedly, <laughs> deciphering everything like from like broken up Chinese English translations or Google and stuff like that is yeah. called the caca man. Yeah. 
but yeah, because Nintendo leaks always come from China. So well, yeah, considering that a lot of them get play tested and like yeah. mass produced over there in China, it doesn't really surprise me all that much. But uh, the, from the initial things that we saw from Scarlet and Violet, it confirmed a couple different things. One, the name of the region, which is the Paldia region. I mean, the two separate schools and stuff. But I'll tell you what. Inside of this Pokemon Direct entirely, I would have more than likely be a, a little bit bummed out on it because a night the night before this thing aired, all of this thing leaked on either Reddit that makes sense or like four yeah. or like yeah Reddit or four chan or whatever the hell this one that leak happened on. But I'm glad that I did not see any type. I didn't even bother checking out a lot of the rumor stuff going along, and went to sleep. Woke up that that morning around six o'clock watched it and you know what from the initial thing that i did see from the writable legendaries from the terrains and stuff from the from the freaking paldinian variant of whooper which i'm i'm, I'm actually kind of highly excited about you know because it's like it's a classic pokemon that i've loved playing back when i first got gold and silver only now it's part poison type and i'm kind of interested to seeing what the evolution of this is going to look like because it's not going to be like a traditional quagsire but uh of course, some of the new Pokemon were pretty cool, too, like the Satitan, that big old freaking ice Pokemon that looks like sort of a mix between a walking bomb and, like, a big old freaking horned beast. Then, obviously, the freaking, like, a Fido, which is basically a freaking... Fido! It's basically a freaking dog that's made out of uh, biscuits. <laughs> Gables, if his final form isn't a loaf of bread named Purebred, I'm going to be real pissed. You know what's hilarious about that? It's like, even with a lot of the rumors that went along for Scarlet and Violet, one of the images that uh, that dude Riddler who did put out was a picture of a was a picture of a loaf of bread, and uh, you had the dog's head and its tail and stuff like that. It's a tease. Oh, this is going to be a Pacific Pokemon that's going to be coming out in the cutting of the yeah. and this and that. And all of a sudden we get... That's like that Twitter account that popped up what was that Twitter account that popped up that we were talking a lot about um, right before Summer Game Fest that oh, leaked Jesus like everything? Christ. Um, I know what uh, you're talking about. I know I've seen like he leaked, different times. I, I can't think of his name. He hasn't tweeted in a while, but like he did like he like leaked the, the Hollow Knight stuff. Yep. He leaked like Persona. Yep. Yeah, but he yeah. did too. Like that sounds like what was it? Oh, I don't know the name of the, the Twitter oh, okay. user. I mean, I've since. But yeah, like it. he would always like he, he would never tell you straight up what's happening, but he would like leave hints. And yeah, it'd be like a picture of like Hollow Knight with the with the clown face on. Well, that's the thing though. It's like he stopped doing that once the God of War stuff, Ragnarok stuff, like uh, got delayed. Yeah. Well, he was he was right on the leak. Yeah. He just got pushed. So, but yeah, like yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, anyways, go back. But to anyways, going back to the Pokemon like Scarlet and Violet trailer that we did see, new Pokemon like classic pokemon getting new forms or new variants and stuff the initial impression i got from that trailer it's like this is going to be an interesting open world to explore because they did definitely borrow elements of pokemon legends arceus makes sense because those tandem games were developed pretty closely together with us getting legends arceus earlier on this year and now we're getting scarlet mm -hmm. and violet towards the end of the year still can't believe that's going on by the way but when it came to initial stuff that we did see from like the different characters and the different type of 
suppose the things you're going to be doing and stuff. I left a lot more questions and answers, in my honest opinion. But the things that we do know for a fact is we know the region's name is the Paldia region. We do know that there are the legendaries are pretty much going to be you're going to be getting these things fairly early on in the game if you're going to go through and explore everywhere to your heart's desire and stuff like that. But uh, confirmation to Paladinian forms, new, just new Pokemon in general. I think we saw like about two, like new Pokemon that we've never seen before. Then the third one being like the whole Paladinian Whooper. But yeah, overall, I was excited for like the new Scarlet and Violet information and stuff. But I wasn't really as excited for like. Uh, the other stuff that Pokemon Company was putting out mm-hmm. and stuff. If I had to really gave it a, like a score or a rating, I probably would have gave it like a six out of ten. Even though I liked the Scarlet and Violet stuff, that was the high points. But everything else in that twenty minute presentation was like, nah, I don't care. Yeah, I, I get what I do. I remember like the first time we saw uh, like we did, they did a, a Nintendo Direct for Arms, mm-hmm. and I like the. The vibes for arms going into it wasn't great. Right. Uh, so they said they remember they did a direct for arms and they're like, "Hey, at the end we're gonna have a we're gonna make some announcements for our first but bl- bl- yeah can't talk Splatoon two, and it was like, oh okay, so everybody people watch it for that. So I think it was like, hey, we're gonna like and this is what they do with the Pokemon presents all the time anyways. But right. Um, you know, here's the stuff that you you know some people care about, most people don't. You're here for the big, you're for the main event, and then but here's all the other shit you're gonna make you watch in the meantime and. Maybe you get interested in. I understand why they do it, um, which is kind of focusing on uh, the you know Scarlet and Violet news here. So uh, this so this is the third like trailer we've got yep. since the announcement, and we did a whole like twenty minute episode just about it after they announced it. And I think we were on cloud nine. I was like, oh my god, are they doing Pokemon Arceus um, with modern modern day? Like a, the Gen nine is Arceus gameplay and i'm like fuck yeah let's do it uh and it doesn't it seems like that we have seen very little real gameplay that's true from this game after three trailers after three major presentations for this game we have seen practically no gameplay like it's been a lot of like scrolling shots and some screenshots and like snippets we've probably seen like 30 seconds of combined right. gameplay of this of this game uh, during those and it's but it's little snippets here and there and this is the first time we've actually seen the UI during like for battles and like I'm like I was holding out hope that maybe it would be like oh we're getting the Arceus gameplay because I love that gameplay because it actually made it it was kind of made it the battles were fast and it made it actually a little more challenging because you had to like think and go on the you know go on the run here right. and We've seen the gameplay now, like we've seen a couple seconds of it, but it's like kind of looking at the UI here. It looks like it's more of just what we've gotten, you know, for 25 plus years now, which look, I, I'm going to play this game. I'm still going to really enjoy it, um, but I'm not. The more we see this game, the less I'm excited I am for this game. Like I really thought this was like the next big, like there, the I thought like Arceus was like the test bed for, for sword or Jesus Christ for Scarlet and Violet, and maybe it's one of those things where like this was like a test bed and like Gen Ten maybe is that thing I don't know maybe that's giving them too much hope but I feel like we keep 
getting excited and it's our it, maybe this is one of those cases where it's like maybe too much our fault uh, but also i think the way they, pre they present the stuff is it's their fault too we're like we we like the way they present the stuff it's like almost like they know like they're going to show you things to make you assume that these things are happening but really they're not happening um you know like when the first time we saw legends arceus like they did like breath of the wild style of music like with the piano playing the little settle strums and then like you running out on top of a mountain it's like oh my god they're doing it <laughs> it's like okay like i love arceus you know f for what it is like i i totally understand it's a seven out of ten but it's still probably gonna be one of my favorite games of the year um but yeah i don't know i just like what what is the three stories like okay like we know the eight battle the eight gym leaders is like that's the that's one of the stories like but what's is like the other story like the legendary pokemon and the other story is like the team rocket story like because all the other games have always had three stories is kind of intertwined with the one story um like we know like oh you can go in any order but also the rumors and it's pretty much all been confirmed is like the the gym leaders don't actually scale with you everything's at a set level so it's like yeah cool you can you can go any order you want you can go wherever you want but it's kind of got that final fantasy effect to it where it's like in the olden days where like you can go that you can go wherever you want but you're gonna get fucked up real bad if you go that way it's like so I was like, do you want to grind for 30 hours to like, you know, to start at the, at the end? Or do you want to like, really, are you, you just, do you want to just go in the order you're really supposed to go? Um, I don't know. Like how is the multiplayer going to work? Like I, I, I feel like the mechanics and everything on this game will be good. And I feel like the online will be fine maybe, but my, like I was telling you before the show, I was like my biggest concern with this game is, and even with like, I talked about Legends Arceus where it's like, and really, I've, I've talked about a lot of the, like, even like Kirby, any, like, really any Nintendo game for the last several years, a few years now is, like, it feels like these games want to do more. They're just hampered by what the Switch can do and what Nintendo Online can do. Mm. And, like, I still think, like, the Switch can is a great console. It's still selling really well. We're going to talk about that a little bit more here in a little bit. Um, but, I, 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 <sighs> Maybe it's what we want is impossible until we get the next Nintendo console, where right. it's the Switch Two or whatever. Like, I don't know. Um, but I, don't know. I mean, like, look, I'm gonna play this game. I'm still gonna like it. It's gonna hit that nostalgia edge for me most likely. Um, and I'm just gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be upset, like most game, most of people will, because you know, like we love Pokemon. You know, we, I, I, I bounced out for a long time and I came back for X and Y, like a lot of people. Um, but we give Pokemon a lot of pass here because it's like the things we're like asking for them to do with stuff big games were doing, and like the mid 360 PS3 era, it's like we just want you to do that too, you know, like in 2022, and we're just not quite there yet. Mm. Um, and like I said, maybe it's a the fact that Nintendo's hardware is kind of behind the times when it came out in 2017 now we're six years in we're in our sixth year of the switch the online is 15 like more than 15 years behind you know we're talking like it's better than the og xbox but it's lesser than the 360 um so i don't know but uh yeah i don't know anything else you want to say Gills, on that one well no i think we purposely kind of tied that up <laughs> okay 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on. We'll stick with Nintendo here, Gables. Um, we got another quarterly financials from Nintendo. Okay. Um, so some we got some sales figures here. So um, the Switch in Q1 of 2022, that is April 1st to June. Th- no, April May June 30th. I was right the first time. Sorry. Um, sold 3.43 million consoles. Uh. In the quarter, that's down from this time last year. They sold 4.45 million, but uh, as is everything, like we talked about, like we were, I was talking about PlayStation with PS5 last week. Uh, they're literally pretty much as they're making them, they're selling out. That's not entirely true. Um, I was actually at GameStop just the other day, mm-hmm. and I saw a Swoled sitting there on the counter. Yeah, um, like they have like multiple Switch lights, stuff like that, but. Um, it seems like basically as they're making them, uh, maybe it's just, you know, like obviously it could be like, I, I hear people saying like they see Series S's in the stores. I'm there. I still have yet to see one. So it could be one of those cases where that was just like, hey, there's some here. But uh, they still aim to sell 21 uh, million during the fiscal year, which, I mean, we're, like I said, we're on year six. Yep. And they're still s- s- expecting to sell another 20 million. That's fucking nuts. In the quarter, um, Four million, uh, or sorry, four different Switch games sold over a million. Um, that's Nintendo Switch Sports, um, which that came out at April 29th, I believe. Uh, had 4.84 million copies sold. Uh, Mario Strikers Battle League, which came out June 10th, mm-hmm. uh, had 1.19, one 1.91 million. Uh, Kirby and the Fire Land had had 1.88 million that came out at the end of March, if I remember correctly. Um, and that is actually a cumulative of 4.53 million copies, making it the best-selling Kirby game of all time. Wow. Uh, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe still selling with another 1.48 million copies sold in the quarter at 46.82 million combined now. That's just Switch. I think if you include the uh, the Wii U sales, that is well over 50 million now. Yeah. Sold. So, um, and then the Switch now is, has now sold over 111 million uh, units so uh just uh getting better um gables uh i also have uh some updated sales figures here so okay. I, the only thing that sucks is like you hear about the news and you hear about all the updated sales and i can never actually find where the fuck the news comes from like so like nintendo only ever updates their top 10 selling games on the switch um but i think it's it's still entertaining but like it's hard to find, like, I want to see, like, the stuff that's, like, sold in, like, the five, six million range, you know? Okay. Um, but uh, we have some updated sales here, charts here. So, as of now, as of June 30th, rather, uh, 46.2 million Mario Kart 8 Deluxe units have sold. Gibbles, where do you think Animal Crossing is? I think it's, like, number one. Well, no, I mean, how many units do you think it's sold? Okay. It's number two. Okay, so for that... It's sold more than 30... Okay. But less than Mario Kart 8's 46.2. It's probably 42. It's 39.38. Very close there. 39.38. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's probably it's probably gonna hit 40 million. Uh, you know, here soon. Mario Kart on the on the Switch will probably, I mean, if it keeps that that you know about 1.5 mm-hmm. per quarter, they'll probably have a bump. They'll probably do the 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 Switch bundle with Mario Kart 8. Yep. So I'll probably get over fifty million by by the end of the 
maybe by the end of this God, year. Yeah, especially with um, the freaking DLC pack that they got going now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you see all the the way pretty much the waves all leaked. Well, I haven't seen all the leaked courses and everything like that, but I only know about the first two waves, and I'm still, I'm still like adamant to where I want to pay the twenty five for the whole damn season thing without you know losing it, motherfucker. You have the expansion pack. You got it for free. I know. Play them. They're good. I I, I played I played Wave Two today. They're very good. Um, but uh, Smash Bros Ultimate is at twenty eight point eight two. Legends uh Legends Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild twenty seven point one four. Pokemon Sword and Shield twenty four point five. Mario Odyssey twenty three point nine three. Super Mario Party eighteen point oh six. Uh, this one's actually pretty crazy here. Uh, Brilliant Diamond and Pearl for uh, uh, the Pokemon games that just came out in November. Mm-hmm. Already at 14.79. Already the eighth best-selling Switch game that's... on the market. Obviously, that's two games combined, but still. Yeah. Um, and then the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee games at 14.66. Okay. And then number 10, Ring Fit Adventure at 14.54. So, man. Oh, man. If there's one thing that was saved by COVID... It was Ring Fit Adventures because that game came out and nobody gave a shit. Yeah. And then COVID hit and all of a sudden everybody wanted it. So I kind of wish they uh, had more than just the top ten though, because I really wanted to see the numbers for Metroid. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. Like that. That's what sucks is like. Um. That's my biggest complaint. Like I always hear like updated sales numbers for a lot of stuff. Like you hear about like oh Luigi's Mansion sold like thirteen point thirteen plus million. I was like cool. Where can I go to find the information? Because I've searched Gables. I don't know, like, I know you can go on, like, Wikipedia, and they're fairly close, but they're not 100% accurate. Right. Like, even, like, um, I literally pulled up the slides that Nintendo gives during the quarterly um, financials, and they didn't have that information on there. Wow. Um, drives me goddamn nuts. They did say overall um, sales were down for, for everything, but uh, it's just a matter of just can't meet demand, you know, just like everything else in the in the world right now. Um, there is more demand than there are supplies for, for stuff. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like, and I say this every, every, t- every time we talk about Nintendo financials, the only reason we go this in depth on the Nintendo financials is because they are the only ones that give out this in depth information on what, on their stuff. Uh, you know, PlayStation do it. Xbox doesn't even tell you how many consoles it's sold. Um, mm. let alone game units sold. Like we get every, like maybe like twice a year we get, like Game Pass figures, and that's it. Um, and like PlayStation, when it hits like 10 million, we might get a thing for that, but that's it. So, um, but yeah. Anything else, Gills, you want to add on before we move on? Well, no, not really. Not really. I'm really not too surprised in regards to like the sales of like the top five or something like that. But yeah, Brilliant Shine, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl was the Let's Go games. I mean, almost anything Pokemon related sells over that say $10 yeah. million dollar mark, it seems like, on the Switch. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see when Scarlet and Violet release, if that's going to be in the top 10. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I, I, I'm kind of bummed we didn't... I want to update sales numbers on Arceus. Like, yeah, really? I wonder I wonder if Scarlet and Violet... You know, like, they talk about the four games that sold over a million. I, I just thought about this now. Like, Arceus was in there. So I wonder if that's more on Arceus or is that on the fact they announced immediately after Arceus came out Scarlet and Violet for later this year. So that's I wonder point. if that's it. 
I, I wonder maybe it's a maybe it's both things are true in this case where you know like maybe that game wasn't as great as we all hoped for even though I we both really liked it um but I feel like the overall it's it's, it's been very mixed throughout the uh, video game community for that game uh, and then also yeah like I said Scarlet and Violet the gen the, the next big Nintendo game coming out Pokemon game coming out rather um uh, getting announced like literally like three weeks later um so people are probably like, well, I'll just wait for that one. So, uh, but Gables, let's move on to non-Nintendo news here. We have uh, possible. We we talked about. There's been some rumors about. Well, not you know, not so much rumors. I think they're pretty accurate. Uh, of Ubisoft uh, gives Gamont. Uh, it's hard. To, I can't say his name very well. Um, but there's been a lot of talks about him wanting to sell. Uh, I believe it, it's his brother-in-law or his, is his son-in-law. And his actual son um, both left the company in the last year or so. Right. Uh, so it's, he has no heir to the throne um, for this because it's been a you know a Gamalt, uh family uh, run for I think pretty much since the beginning, maybe if I'm correct on that one since the beginning of Ubisoft. And now there's no heir to take over, and everything's you know it's been it's been a, a lot of selling of things. You know we've we've seen that. Across board, it's video games especially, but all across the board, in the uh, big business world of just people buying up other things, and like now it's we live in a world of like content as king, um, especially when it comes to like you know people that when streaming services were buying, they're buying up whatever they can to you know make those things stronger, uh, but now we're seeing uh, kind of as you know it, inflation runs that now the Federal Reserve has definitely like way increased. Uh, interest rates on things, uh, which is the big reason why people were buying things was because interest rate was like, so it was, it was literally more profitable to buy a studio and that money that they were making would be more than the money that they would get from just the interest rate of sitting in the, the money right. that they had sitting in a bank account. So now that's changed. Um, so that should help a little bit with inflation going on right now across the board, but also that should probably not hinder or not stop but maybe hinder uh you know the buying up of studios but uh we talked that ubisoft has been trying to talk to like uh some private companies stuff like that about buying up their studio and we talked about like some of these studios they were talking some of these companies they were talking talking to about buying up was like they wanted to you know the gamult family or yves gamult wanted to stay in power uh but we talked about like a lot of what these companies do is that they buy these companies take gigantic loans out in the company's name mm-hmm. and then basically pay themselves bonuses and then bankrupt the company. Yep. Um, and that was my big concern. I, and I literally said this, literally said this a couple months ago. I would rather Tencent buy this company than a non-gaming entity buy this company yep. and then just shuttle it and destroy it just to make a buck. Well, Gables, Tencent is trying to buy Ubisoft now. Um, okay. So as of right now, uh, Ubisoft is currently worth with, you know, on, on the stock market, about $5.3 billion. Now that's what's worth. It always, you know, that's the, that's when you, when, if you're going to sell it, that's the starting number. You know, it's not just, Oh, wait, we're five. Here's 5.3 billion. We're taking over. No, that's, that's where we start. That's where we start. We're starting here at 5.3. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear it all the time. Um, you know, that's worth this much, but you know, and they'll probably end up selling for seven or 8 billion probably. Yeah. Um, and especially now with like the prices that like, you know, 
Bungie sold for like over four billion dollars. Um, well, Tencent does yeah. have the money in order to acquire Ubisoft, though. I mean, that's yes. nothing to them. Yes. So they already own five percent of the company, uh, and Ysgamont, as of right now, owns about fifteen percent of the company. Um, and basically, this is what they want to buy up of the of the company. That's the biggest part of the company. So if they bought that up, it'd be about twenty percent of the company. Um, so I've learned this a lot reading about and learning a lot about um, what's going on with WWE with Vince McMahon being forced to mm-hmm. uh, resign. Uh, is so like with the stock market, um, there is like yeah, hey, he owns like I think he owns like thirty percent of the shares, but he owns like eighty percent of the voting rights. So basically, like uh, there's like different levels of stocks, which it, it's very confusing and I don't understand it, but I get like. I have a better idea of how it works, but basically it's like, so yeah, like using owns 15% of the company, mm-hmm. but he still has the majority of the voting power. So if like right. the company was ever want to be sold, everybody could vote, vote yes. And he could vote no. And, it, and then his one vote would, be, would matter more right. than their votes. Um, it's kind of like, uh, like so using this man here again, there are 12 members of the board on the board of directors for WWE. Uh, this is before he was forced to, to resign. Uh, so there's 12 people. So you would consider, oh, okay. So there's, that means 12 votes with equal. No, with like, you know, with equal power. No, uh, Vince on the board of directors actually has 80% of voting rights and also has the power to kick people off and vote on whoever he wants to be board of directors. Uh, not anymore, but at the time he could. So once you think you understand it and how shitty and fucked up the, uh, uh, our, our stock market is and the way companies work. Uh, no, it gets worse. So anyways, um, I don't know how much he owns of the voting rights, but basically he owns about 50% of the company. Uh, Tencent wants to own, uh, buy up his 15%. I guess, um, the shares are worth in the high $40 per share. Hmm. Uh, and they're willing to pay. This is in euros, by the way. I don't know about American dollars In euros. It's worth like high forties, uh, per share. And they're willing to pay nearly, um, over double. Um, hmm. what the shares are worth. So like 80 to like possibly $90 a share. So more, close to a hundred oh, wow. euros per share. Yeah. Uh, from him. So obviously like I'm not trying to like, I'm not going to sit there and act like I, I know everything goes on with China. Tencent is a Chinese, Chinese based country. They are a company rather. Uh, they are involved in everything. They own a, a ton. They are like, they own part of fucking, um, uh, Fortnite or like the Epic. They own they own shares in Epic. They right. invest money in Epic. They invest money in uh, Bungie. They invest money basically. They are investing. They are probably a part of uh, just about damn near every video game company out there. Right. Uh, they have money. They own shares or the good chunk percentages of a lot of companies and invest money in published games for a lot of people. They literally uh, are publishing that Pokemon Unite game. They are, they're yep. actually the people like publishing that game. Um, so they, they own, they're out there for like, I understand people's concerns about, you know, Chinese dollars, uh, you know, our, our money and the Chinese dollars being intertwined. I get it. Uh, I am not the person that understands that all that sit there and say, this, this is wrong. Here's why, or it's okay. I'm not really a bum. I'm not really upset about it. And here's why I, it's a, it's a company. It seems so far, at least, things are okay. And maybe that's really stupid of me to say. Maybe in five years or 
five minutes. Like, hey, Tyler, remember we said that thing about this Chinese company buying uh, the studio? Oh, you're a fucking idiot. And, and maybe I am. Maybe I'll like crow on that one. I don't know. Uh, I'm not smart enough to understand all of that. I understand China, the country, a lot of problems over there. Tencent, I don't really know what's going on with them. Um, but I said this at the time, a few months ago, that I'd rather Tencent buy this and then some other company come in and buy them just to get a bunch of money out of them and, and run them into the ground. Um, I don't know how I feel about Tencent because it seems like, like you like you see, look at like NetEase, which is another Chinese-based country right. that's also got a lot of money going on, going into like video games right now. And you look at Tencent, like they are big into like free-to-play games and they're big into basically just trying to like get as much money out of you as possible. Like we're looking we're like, like EA on steroids type shit here. Um, but I don't know, like, I, I'd rather have, like, the more big, big power companies out there, big publishers out there we can have, the better, is how I feel. Okay. And maybe in five years I'm wrong, and that's fine, I'll eat crow on that one, uh, but Gables, what's your thoughts on all this? In regards to Tencent having interest in buying Ubisoft, that definitely does make sense for them, considering that they own a huge chunk of the gaming industry in regards to specific stocks or specific types of like uh, gaming companies here and there and stuff through specific percent percentages. I'm not, I'm not like educated in knowing it went exactly or what studios or what, but at the same time, I know that Tencent holds a big hold like say on the gaming industry in regards to like financial stuff in terms of specific games and stuff that uh popular games like say pokemon unite and i think like there are definitely a lot of uh i'm trying to remember other specific games that tencent is well i can't remember if it was them or net ease but like they were like working with bungie on making a like another like live service game uh then before playstation bought them right Right, um, but they have helped make yeah. uh, games and stuff for like Nintendo and like help like uh, I think for League of Legends and stuff like that. Like there's definitely certain like free to play games like you've just touched upon and stuff that they go through and uh, fund. But seeing them get like a big old chunk of Ubisoft doesn't surprise me because some of their IPs could be ripe for uh, picking in regards to say like say Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon stuff or like Rainbow Six Siege, you know, or like even. For the ones I say Assassin's Creed, if they do eventually try to do like a free to play, not free to play, but like some sort of massive like multiplayer type of game or something to where that's set in that type of universe, but yet all those microtransactions, all those other stuff, you know? So if it's between that and like having Tencent buying that company as opposed to say like another company, so like with BlackRock or whatever the heck, or even other types of companies that'll just. Do exactly what you're saying. Buy the company, put out a big old loan, just run those companies into the ground to where they just own the name and stuff, but it's not even a quarter of what it used to be. I'm of the group where I've... Or it's just gone. Yeah. I'd much rather be in the group to where I want to see these IPs still exist. Maybe in regards to the acquisition by Tencent, it would improve some quality in terms of some of the games. But at the same time, you know, I feel like that... This is the direction that Ubisoft will go. It's just me speculating that this is what they'll eventually go through and do, is just have Tencent, only because they want... Because Mall definitely wants to be in control of, like, doing the actions of that company, but at the same time, it's more... It, I kind of akin it somewhat 
as what Microsoft and like Activision, that type of relationship is, where it's like they'll still have certain bosses inside. Like Microsoft will still have bosses inside and stuff to have them run the Activision Blizzard portion of things with them funding specific things and stuff that makes sense for them, but still they have the same type of leaders in charge and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. I the only thing I don't know about this one though is like they're like those ones was like buying the company outright. Like this one's like. They're buying Yves Gamold out right mm-hmm. here. So they, that's the only thing I don't know about. Like we, the rumors of this one and the leaks we're hearing from this one doesn't specifically say whether or not he'll be still be around. Right, right, so right. That's the only difference is like we don't know for sure. Like maybe he is just gone. But maybe it's probably like one of those things where maybe he needs to be gone because we literally just talked about this a couple weeks ago uh, where Usopp is just kind of like floundering right now where it's like, they're just trying a lot of different shit and nothing's working for them. And maybe a different person needs to be in there. I don't know. But who knows who that person will be. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it's pretty much Ubisoft digging their own holes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And also just like, you know, with the, with the way game, like things are selling right now, things are, I mean, had been for a long time there were last couple of years where people were paying way more than what those things were worth. Yep. Um, and I think those days are over. So, but I mean, well, I mean, we're not in this case if they're willing to pay pay double what um, his shares are worth to own him to own the company outright. But what do we see? But I don't know. I mean, like I said, we are don't come in here and attack us for what we what I what I said or you know our opinions on like ten cent. Like we are just like I said, we are not smart enough to know all about that. And I'm not going to condemn a entire company just because they are based out of a country. This isn't like you know, Saudi Arabia, the the country buying, you know, starting to live golf or paying WWE to put their pay-per-views in Saudi Arabia or buying 5% of Nintendo or buying SNK, um, stuff like that. Like that's, that's the, con- that's the country doing that. This is a company in another, in China doing that. And maybe, uh, maybe they're good. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to condemn a whole company just because where they're from. Um, but Gabe, let's move on to our last topic here. Um, AW5 Forever. So we got a lot of leaks this week. Yep. Uh, so that game is a lot of rumors about this game. I've been hearing for a while now. Uh, so one thing we did with like, so there's a THQ Nordic thing that's going on on the August 12th. Yeah. That August is 12th. next Friday. Um, but um, I actually got my calendar correct finally. But um. It's coming out on August 12th here. So that's, they announced that months ago. I totally forgot about that. Uh, but we, something we learned here is that AW fight forever is being published by them. And it was supposed to be at that event, but it basically looks like that video that was supposed to be at the event leaked. Yep. Cause there's a whole thing with like Britt Baker, who is a, uh, she's a wrestler, um, for AW and Tony Schiavone, who is like a legendary announcer for like 40 plus years now, um, doing like a video, like talking about like, uh, how he, uh, they're literally meant to like talk about them being at this THQ event and um, like them, like doing like a little commercial of them playing the game. Right. Um, we've seen some wrestlers from it. Uh, we got some, we, then also like the game went live on like to be pre-ordered everywhere. It's like, it's, you can pre-order it everywhere on every console except for Xbox one. Actually, that's the one console. It's not on as of right now has not been listed. Uh, but we have some match types here. We have like single matches, tag team matches, three ways, four ways, ladder matches, uh, false count anywhere, 
uh, casino battle royales, which are pretty cool. It's like we're it's a Royal Rumble um, type of match. Yeah, instead of like, but like every I think like every three minutes, five wrestlers come out, and there's twenty wrestlers, and then there's a wild card that comes out, and it's usually always a pretty cool surprise. Um, we have exploding barbed wire death matches, um, which I, I hope the game actually is just like they they need to like make fun of themselves with the exploding barbed wire death match where people don't know uh, they did this big pay per view and like the main event was like exploding barbed wire death match where it's like basically like the entire ring is surrounded by barbed wire and there's a countdown and after the, when the countdown ends it's like usually like twenty or thirty minutes uh, the whole ring blows up and like they use like in like Japan, like in the eighties and stuff, they would use like actual like C four and like things would blow up, uh, but like not real like real real big blow ups. Like no one got hurt, but there would be like big explosions and stuff like that. Um, and at the end of this pay per view, the uh, it it didn't actually go as planned and like literally looked like some sparklers went off <laughs> and the whole right. thing got it was it's it's pretty fucking funny. Uh, it was pretty awkward, but it's pretty funny. Um, and then they have a lights out match, which is a non-sanctioned match. So like they don't a few of these were like, this is like a thing that's going on for a long time in wrestling. Basically like they like turn all the lights off except for the lights in the ring. And it's basically just like a no, like no rules match. Um, where it's like just anything goes, you can use weapons or whatever. Okay. Uh, the only thing is like, it's really just like a hardcore match, but like, and AEW the, the match doesn't count against your win loss record. Right. So, uh, and then also they announced you can like customize characters. There's gonna be online modes, stuff like that. We don't have like a full roster. We've seen some like like the cover of the game came out. Uh, like you have like CM Punk on the cover. Britt Baker's gonna be in the game. Obviously Kenny Omega. All the big guys are gonna be in this game. We don't like Chris Sadling or stuff like that. But um, we got like some gameplay of this game. We have no release date. It just says December 31st, 2022. A lot of rumors about this game. Um, from what I've been seeing out there is. The game was initially supposed to be talked about the beginning of the year and release at the end of May because they wanted to release it around their big pay. They have four big pay per views a year, yeah. um, and they have one every Memorial Day weekend. They wanted to release the game around then. Then the game got delayed, and then they were hoping to put the game out um, in September because they have another one in Labor Day weekend, uh, like September, uh, April, oh, Jesus, August or September for that one. Um, and obviously it doesn't seem like that might be happening. Uh, but we, there's been a lot of like issues. Like, so they have Ukes who are known for like, basically what this game is looking like. It's going to be, it's going to be like a, um, the WF, like the 64 wrestling games, like WF, no mercy, stuff like that. Um, but, uh, apparently behind the scenes, it seems like the relationship between AEW and Ukes is not great. Uh, so it's like AEW just didn't understand how expensive it is to make video games because they've been like they're pretty upset how much money they've invested in this game, and they're <laughs> hoping it would come out a lot, lot sooner. Uh, it seems like a case where it's just like they thought, oh, you can just make one of these games that comes out and no problem. It's, it's pretty cheap. I know video, it turns out uh, video games are pretty expensive and pretty hard to make. Um, so this could very well be a one and done game for them. Um, but I don't know. It was like you sent me the YouTube link for the uh, for like what leaked out, and I right. watched it. There's been some talks that that might have been switch gameplay because i kind of hope so because it did not look super great what was your in thoughts in terms of like the uh in terms of the quality of the footage itself the way the wrestlers looked and everything and it seemed like it was just regular 1080p stuff that's what people are speculating is it was switch gameplay but uh my initial thoughts of the aew 5 forever game in and of itself i 
I am excited to see more gameplay of the game itself. I definitely think it looks pretty good from what I've initially seen. The the different types of varieties of match types I like. I'm not sure what they are going to do with like a uh, single player mode in regards to that. They have not. There is a career mode. There's a career they did mode, say that. but they haven't gone depth yeah. in career mode yet. However, there is interesting stuff that showcase and stuff to where you can actually see in some of the mini games that they have, like images. Of, oh, I forgot what the, images yeah. of Cody Rhodes and also MJF. So it's gonna be. It was like a home run derby. It was like some like sort a, of crazy like a, home run derby thing with the AEW. There wrestlers. was like a like dance rhythm one. Yeah, I just got Pokemon Stadium mini game vibes from watching this. Is, is kind of what I was getting out of this one. But the overall feel I get from this game, it's like it's arcadey, it's goofy, it's kind of like. Uh, Similar to wrestling games back around the times like we were growing up, like inside of the 90s and stuff to where, oh, okay, you have like, oh, God, you have like games like WWF Raw or like uh, freaking SmackDown. Or, oh, yeah, SmackDown and stuff. But I'm more or less talk, talking about the arcade style like games of the Super Nintendo and like the NES. And stuff. Oh, like WCW Backstage Brawl and stuff like that. That yeah. was 64. But but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of akin to more of those type of games in terms of like campiness and this and that i get the feeling of but the overall gameplay that we initially have seen of it so far really does remind me of no mercy and they're actually the ui itself really does remind me of no mercy and stuff but whether or not this game is going to have a great career mode or whether or not things are going to be as fluid and smooth as when it does eventually release which i'm not sure if they actually did say a release date for this thing yet no they they they, like all this is like leaked so far like so it wasn't even supposed to be out there yet. So maybe like next week we'll have a release date. We'll talk about it then. But well, I, I, don't know. I hope we do have a release date. I mean, for God's sakes, you know, it's like yeah. this game. It's supposed to be this year, yeah. Hopefully it releases by the end of this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm just I'm just pretty positive about it right now. You know, nothing that I've seen so far has seen like, oh, okay, this is going to be a terrible game or anything like that. I don't get that impression at all. No, and like all the rumors out there are saying that the big thing, that like even Kenny actually, Kenny Omega, he's like kind of been like he's one one of the best wrestlers in the world, but like he's been kind of like the point man mm-hmm. um, for this with Ukes because he's a big gamer, um, and he said in an interview that like the main thing about this game is like they're really focused on the gameplay and making this game as good and as fun as possible to play. Yeah. Uh, so like they said, like people like were wanting in depth, like really like a ton of things to do, like a ton of content. Like all these different match types, like don't expect that. So, I think at the very least, this game's gonna be very good to play. Just a matter of like, what's there to play? Like, you know, like is this gonna be like like a Nintendo sports game where like, oh, this, this is actually like a really good game, but it's like after you play it for like that weekend, it's like, cool. What am I? Do, what was there to do now? So like, that's my concern. Is like, what are we doing a week from now? You know, like what, what's the plan a week after the game's been out? So, but yeah, we'll just move on to uh, some other stuff here. So. We have some other news this week. Um, PlayStation into their accolades program. You put this in here, and I saw that. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. That's the thing. And then I saw, looked it up, and I'm like, I didn't. I totally forgot this was a thing. Yeah, that's pretty much what Sony had failed to really advertise that this feature was even on the PS5 to start with, but apparently because of lack of use, paraphrasing from what Sony's initial statement was and stuff, they're taking away that uh, feature to where you could actually grade and give, like, compliments and stuff to people's online play when you play against them online, you know? It's like, I had no idea this thing existed, even though I have played multiplayer 
games with friends and like obviously with other people online before you know yeah you know that would have been nice to actually have that feature like explained to me up front and stuff but it's just the fact of the matter is is like it's just one other type of feature that the ps5 is losing in that regards yeah i i people like i've seen like people like talk about this i feel like this is kind of overblown thing where like i mean they they did mention it like when they started this but this is like i feel like this happens with every console like they they talk about all these things they have and all these things they're gonna do it's like fuck when the wii u was coming out they said you can be you can use two game pads (laughs) for a single console um like they showed like games like People were like, oh, the ball's on the gamepad here. And, like, you're playing a golf game, and you swing the Wiimote, and it come, that, that game never came out. Um, like, fun fact, the 360, I remember it had this exact same thing uh, and didn't have an Xbox One. I guarantee you most people didn't know that thing existed. Yep. Um, we can go on. You could say you can rate. You can say if you liked this person or didn't like this person, um, if you had a negative or positive sign with them. Um like I remember using that quite a bit actually uh, back in the day, um, so I don't know. I just it's just one of those things where it's like, I mean it's like the the share play mode where like you and a buddy on like the PS4 is like you can play the game. You know, like if I if I bought a game, Gables can watch you play the game right. through a PlayStation, and then actually can take control of the game uh, through a PlayStation. Like cool. Like well, no one ever like that sounds really cool, but it's like. It's on there, but it's like, does anybody actually use it? Probably not. I've never used uh, it. I've had my PS5 for over a year and a half now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but this was like this was on the original PS4, so it's been like a decade, and no one uses it. I guarantee it. Um, I don't know. I just feel like you know, look at the Xbox One, all the things they promised uh, at the, when that thing launched, and that no, that shit came from Russian. Uh, maybe you can like you can turn your Xbox to a cable box, <laughs> uh, maybe the Connect. Um, so I don't know. I it's just I you see this shit all the time. Where like they throw a million things out there. Um, fuck the Switch has a whole section in, in the in the settings for themes, and all they do is black and white. So um, I don't know. I'm not gonna get too too upset about this thing that probably everybody immediately forgot about. Um, Nintendo also said that there's gonna be no new hardware this year. Yeah. Um, I believe them, but I say this every time. Nintendo lies to us constantly. Yep. Uh, they literally said the same same thing last year, and then released the OLED. Yep. Literally said the same thing in 2019, and then immediately announced the Switch Lite. So even when they say no, it's like you always take with a grain of salt because they've done the exact opposite too many times. Yeah. They literally said there was no new um, 3DS model coming out after they are already shown game journalists the new 3DS XL. Yep, I remember that. Like, yeah, like they were literally people were at a gaming event behind the scenes gaming event looking at the new 3DS while Nintendo was publicly telling people that there was no new 3DS. Um, <laughs> so they lie constantly. But I will say I did in this case, I believe this to be true. Uh, I don't think we're going to see a new switch until like I, we'll, we'll see like with a Splatoon 3 switch thing. We'll see those, I think. But I don't think there's going to be a Switch Pro or anything like that. I don't think they're going to announce anything until there's a ne- the next Nintendo console comes out, which I assume is like the Switch 2. Um, if, especially if they're talking about selling 21 million this year. Um, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a Switch Pro this year. But I, I'm, it's it's August. Uh, they're gonna, they they put these things out in September, typically, um, or October. The Switch Lite came in September. 
the uh, OLED came out in early October. Um, right. And they usually announce them uh, early June, beginning of the summer. And we are, it is August 6th as of this recording. Um, there's, been some, we've, there's been a lot of leaks and rumors about the, the Game Pass family plan for a while now, Cables. Uh-huh. Um, and in Ireland and Sweden, uh, people, Xbox insiders are able to actually test out the uh, this Game Pass family plan. It's twenty. It's about. It's like twenty one uh, euros per month, which works out to about twenty five dollars right. American. Um, and you could share it with up to four people. Gables, uh, this sounds fucking awesome. Like, if so, if this works, if, from what I understand, then I don't know if that means four people or I can. If it's me and I can share with four other people, so five people, that basically means like I could share. It, like, if I got this, I could share this with like five other people uh-huh. or four other people. For five dollars a month, <laughs> and then just say, "Hey, everybody, just give me sixty dollars in Xbox cards, put them on my account, and then we're just golden for the year." Like <laughs> this sounds incredible. I hope this happens. I hope this is real because Gables, I will fucking find like I posted this on the talking ship, um, and people were like, "Cool, who can I share with?" I'm like. Dude, there's enough people in here that I've converted to Xbox. <laughs> Basically, like we could find enough people to, uh, we could probably have a few groups of people that will that can start a Game Pass family plan, and I will do it. Like, I'm a big fan of this. Um, I love this idea. You know, as long as people are like, you can trust people to give you the money, and I would just say, hey, if there's enough people in this group, there's say there's full five of us in here. Everybody just just give me sixty bucks a year, and I mean that's that works out to five dollars a month for twelve months. And you're golden. And I'll just give me his Xbox gift card for 60 bucks. And like I said, that's $240. I paid for most of the year right there. And then you just got to, you know, then whoever owns the account has got to work out the rest of it for the rest of the year. But still, that's fucking incredible. That's awesome. I love this. I hope this happens soon. I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, it's happening, but I hope it comes soon. What about you, Gibbs? Well, considering this is like one of the first I've actually heard about it, I mean, yeah, that definitely does sound like it's going to be a good benefit for people, especially if you can go forth and share it with like a lot of your friends and like stuff for this quote unquote family plan. I mean, yeah, the possibilities to where you'd have like a group of about like four to eight friends or something like that have separate groups and stuff and each of them pay for Game Pass for about a year's worth, maybe like like what you said, 50 to $60. Yeah, that's pretty enticing as opposed to the other alternatives. Yeah. One hundred eighty dollars a year. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's still like look, Gables. What do we call Game Pass? Well, we call it the best deal in gaming. You're goddamn right, Gables. Uh, and the best deal, in, best deal in gaming, just got potentially three times better because it's going to cut the, cut the cost down quite a bit. Uh, but Gables, mm-hmm. uh, last but not least here, Tactics or Tactics Ogre Reborn, uh, is apparently happening, uh, coming out November eleventh. Uh, it's a remake um, of a Super Famicom game from 1996. This is like a tactical RPG. Um, coming out to PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, this came from a DM video leaks years ago. Uh, there's been multiple, multiple leaks. And not just like people like saying, hey, this game is happening. Right. Literally leaks in the back end of like stores. Like and everything else, like this isn't like Jeff Grubb out there saying, "Hey, this game's happening." This is like retailers? actual like retailers and shit. Yeah, <laughs> leaking this game. Uh, so finally got announced. Like this date even leaked a long time ago. Uh, finally got announced, but it got announced like middle of the night because it was it's Japan based <laughs> company. 
But it like finally got announced and it was just like came out like one o'clock in the morning here, like a Thursday. Uh, <laughs> so that's happening. That's I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, like I said, it's a remake of a, of a Super Famicom game. So I don't have too much, you know, I'm not a big uh, tactics fan. But hey, there's a lot of people out there that are. Well, what I will say about Anything it. Well, I would say about it though. It is a fantastic strategy role playing game. I mean, the tactics ogre games and even like the ogre battle style of games, you know, that same sort of like style and stuff. They're highly popular in regards to like the uh, the most hardcore like RPG fans in that regards. You know, good quality of stuff. The game in and of itself that they just announced is basically like a second remake. You know, because you have March of the Black Queen on Super Famicom, Super Nintendo here in the West, and like that eventually went until like around 29 like 2009 2010 when like uh tactics ogre let us cling together on the psp i mean that's the one that i actually do have on the psp i've played little bits of and stuff but uh it's nice knowing that we have potentially like more in regards to that series is going to be coming out relatively soon yeah um but yeah, well, let's move on to what we've been playing here i'm gonna go really really fast because I've just been playing one of the same. I finally beat uh, As Dust Falls. Uh, sorry it took so long. Yeah. Uh, but I really, I really like this game. Um, it's a story based game. Uh, if you want like my full, full, full like in depth details in this one, uh, go back two episodes ago, five hundred five, and just like look in the show notes, look at the time, look for the time code, go in there and look at that. Um, but I end up really loving this game. Like this, uh, I love the, I love the character. I just like a lot of things I like with the characters. Kind of give me like uh telltales of walk dead season one vibes or like you, you know it's not like it's not like a lot of like some of these like these like story-based games is like you kind of have like oh you're just like a, a big ball of clay and you mm-hmm. can kind of morph the character however you want the thing i liked about telltale walking dead was like you play as lee and literally lee is like the oh the first scene of that game is him going to prison for murdering the guy that was uh his wife was having an affair with uh-huh. so it's like he's a good guy but like something bad happened he just made it worse uh it was kind of like a, a redemption like a redemption arc, but you can like also kind of like you can kind of decide like what what, what that character you want to make um i kind of like this too where like you play as multiple different characters in this game um but they're all broken in a way mm-hmm. and you can kind of like decide like how far down like they're all pretty much leading down a bad path it's like do you want to keep pushing them down that path or do you want like redemption part of this path or like how far down this path do you want to go everything's pretty ambivalent on this one and i like a lot of that a lot of that idea where it's like you're giving me this broken character and like there's a lot of gray here there's a lot they've done a lot of bad things but like some of these guys, maybe they're not so maybe they're not so bad of people. It's like I love the fact that you can like, you know, it's not just like here's this blank slate. Like here's like, no, like here's who they are, and you can kind of like decide like what you want to do with them. And I, I, I like a lot of that stuff with it. My one complaint is like and it's hard to talk about these games. It's, the problem with these games, like it's it's completely story based. Uh, but like I, one thing I like to talk about, like I love the fact that everything beat the chapter. It shows you like all the cause and effects like right hey you chose this so like it shows you the roadmap you chose this so this happened so oh you chose this so this happened and you can see that map you don't get to see all the things that you didn't choose like all that stuff's blank but it kind of shows you like the the like i said like a couple weeks ago it shows you the work of like here's all the things that you chose here's your map 
here's a percentage of people that chose that option. Um, but you can see all the little blink things that you didn't do. It's like, oh my god, like it's like all these different directions of like all these like little tiny things that if I would have done this instead of that, maybe this would have happened. Right. Um, I like like things that like you decide with your characters in like chapter one. Like you don't even know it at the time, but it's like I one of my characters is like I like really focus on like you know doing protecting your family and like doing what's best for your family. Uh, even though they're bad people, you still protect your family. It's like because of that option I did, it's like I just feel to me that this is like the right, even though like, yeah, they're bad people, they can still your family. So you want to look out for them. I didn't realize at the time I picked these options. So like later in the game, like I came to a cross, like a cross section with like these two characters I've been playing as in this entire game. He actually negatively impacted one of the other characters I play as in the game. Wow. Uh, like, I didn't have a control in that moment, but because of the decisions I made in the past, like, he did something to negatively impact another character I play as uh, because of the decisions I made earlier in the game. I love that stuff. Like, kind of like, it's not just like, it's not just like, you know, like, the big complaint about Telltale is like, oh my God, that story is fantastic. And that story is fantastic. But it's like, when you replay it, like, you can kind of show like, oh, it's really just like 90% of the same game. Uh, but like, it's just, the you know you have like the a b options and that kind of makes like the like this is all like f- you get two options and the, that's it you know right. this there's so many different more options you can do um but i love this game like i said like the like one complaint is like they keep teasing this story with one of the characters and i'm sorry for being so, so vague but it's like i don't want to spoil this for people because i really 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 recommend this game uh, if you're someone that likes the Telltale style games, people that made this game actually left um, the Detroit Become Human people ah. um, to make this game. And uh, like, I still enjoy the like Detroit games and like Heavy Rain and stuff like that. Even though there's a lot of problems, a lot of problems with those games, still enjoying for what they are. But like, these guys went on their own and made it excellent, excellent, way better than I think any of their games are. I can't remember the name of the studio. But the Heavy Rain Studio. Quantic um, Dream. Quantic Dreams, thank you. I think this is way better than any of their games ever made. Um, maybe it won't have the impact that Heavy Rain did, because Heavy Rain was so different at the time. But uh, I think it's way better than Heavy Rain. Um, but like my one complaint is like they kept like teasing this element all throughout the game of like oh, like this what's going on with this character? Like they keep talking about like like they're teasing something here with them. And then, like, at the very, very end, like, I'm like, okay, they're finally going to explain what's going on with this. I'm like, oh, no, they didn't. And then, like, literally the last cutscene is, like, them about to tell you what's going on with this. Something happens. Credits roll. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? And I looked up. I'm like, is it just my ending I picked? Because I, like, I, there's, like, multiple, multiple, like, there, there's several different things. Like, because there's so many different characters in this game and there's so many different characters you play as but there are I mean dozens of different endings that each character can have and I went and looked up like does this happen is this just happened because of like what I did or is this like like a set story piece and that's like this is the one thing that's like set in the story oh. like I would say like like for the most part like I said like a lot of the things like there's a lot of set things that are going to happen, right? But so many different things change based off of the decisions you make. So many different characters can die or live. Uh, I've had like multiple different characters like 
it's pretty cool to see like what these characters that actually died in my game did and some characters that like survived that didn't live in others like the, the changes they made throughout the game like i don't think this is gonna be ever like if i replay again it's gonna be years down the road um but yeah like i said i love like these games are always hard to replay but i love this game it takes like five six hours to beat okay um but yeah i adore this game so if you are somebody that's looking for that like that fix for like that telltale game or the life of strange style game this is a big times thumbs up. It's on Game Pass and everything, but um, oh no, it's not on Game. I think it's only on Xbox and PC, but uh, it's on Game Pass. So mm-hmm. just get Game Pass. And Gables, what do we call Game Pass? Oh, the best deal in gaming. You're goddamn right. And then also, like I said, I've been playing a ton of Fortnite, uh, and I'm addicted to that. So check out, look, look in the uh, YouTube here. Don't give us a big subscribe because I'm gonna I'll be posting that clip of me getting my first. My first victory royale here soon. Gills, what have you been playing, buddy? All right, so I've been playing more of Neon White. And let me tell you something, man. This game is still pretty fucking addicting. And it's always that one more game feel. That one time trial. Like, that one time trial you got to rerun over and over and over again. I mean, last week I was going into details in regards to a lot of the diff... A lot of the various stuff about it, like from the story, from the... And also the gifts and stuff. And the unlocking of dialogues with specific characters. I was going to find it interesting how the later the chapters get and stuff, the more difficult a lot of the chords start to become and uh, not so much prevalent, like say from transitions from like say chapters one through four, but when it gets to like say chapter five, chapter six, and then you try to go through like the uh, stent of the group of missions in and of itself and stuff, that's when a lot of things started to become a little bit more complicated especially with the current chapter I'm on, chapter six, I'm doing my best to not only go through the entirety, which I already have of those 10 missions for that chapter, but going back and getting the best times, knowing the rhythm of that specific mission in order to complete it the quickest, uh, excuse me, the quickest time possible and stuff. Yeah, it has been fairly challenging. Whereas I've already spent over 10 hours playing Neon White I've completed mich- like chapters, no, not chapters, but like episodes like one through five and all their missions and stuff. Got the best times, got all the gifts and the ones where I can get the gifts and stuff. Chapter six and stuff, I've gotten like like uh, all like 100% in regards to the first mission of that chapter. But for the second one, I'm kind of stuck on that right at the moment because I'm still learning the rhythms and stuff. It's still incredibly fun to play, and the missions are super quick, too. Like I said before, like, some of them, you can, like, complete them, like, inside, like, about 15 to 20 seconds. Others, you can complete them, like, within the 35 to maybe, like, close to a 40-second type of uh, time frame and stuff. So they're super quick. It's super easy to pick up and play a couple of missions and all of a sudden, like, just set it back down or something if you're doing something else. But I'm still heavily liking Neon White. I do like that... uh, the gifts inside of this game and stuff, they are well hidden. Some of them can be well hidden and stuff, unless you try to think outside the box. Like, for example, this is one mission, like the first mission of, like, Chapter 6, to where you need, like, the double jump just to try to get to a specific area, and then you just basically do, like, in some other games where you try to jump, like, say, out of bounds or some shit. 
but you can jump on specific types of environments and stuff. So you can jump on top of rooftops and go navigate yourself. But then there was this one spot where I couldn't reach, where I definitely seen where this gift was at. And uh, I had stacked a whole bunch of these leaping cards, right? And so these yellow leaping cards, you press the R button to go forth and like discard them and that makes it use their ability. So I did that triple one, got up to this big old like tower and stuff like that to where I got a gift for like a specific character and stuff. And I thought, oh, okay, that was pretty cool. And after you do, it just completely stops like the mission and just zooms you back to like the mission and stuff. So my overall routine from how I'm tackling the missions right now is like I'll go through the entirety of like missions one through ten or how many how many are in that specific chapter. Then I'll after I'm finished with that and complete the mission, I go back to the archives. I try to repeat the missions again, getting the best times, and then once I reach that specific type of buildup because when you get like say a gold medal in regards to these courses it'll increase this gauge right where the maximum is like level four so once you hit like level three you can actually unlock the ability to get these these gifts inside of the course and then like unlock certain shortcuts or some that uh it's like a visual cue where you could do like a shortcut to get done with a specific thing quicker but uh yeah it's basically doing that and then afterwards i try to do it one last time see if i can get even better times than that you know it's so it's it's just one and it's just one of those type of games i've played to where i feel like i've wanted to play this for a long while where it basically feels like a like i've stated before like a cross between mirror's edge and doom 2016 to where the action is fast the whole parkour and like exploring around environments and stuff is definitely fun and addicting. The whole elements of the card system, which I thought would be rudimentary, like rudimentary, like uh, complicated, isn't. It's relatively simple. You discard cards in order to use their abilities and then figure out when you can use it or when you can destroy a specific enemy or whatsoever and try to achieve your goals that way and stuff. It encourages a lot of creative, like, uh, experimentation in regards to how you can get done super quick. And that's pretty much what I love about neon white, you know, and quite honestly, I feel like this is one of the best games of the year so far because it's like, I know it's past the six month time period and we're already in August and stuff, but this game is like $25 on the eShop on the switch and also available on steam. My recommendation to the listeners that are listening into either that or watching this on YouTube, give this game a shot. I mean, God, if yeah. you love first-person shooters, you love like quick, fast-paced action stuff and like parkour stuff, give this game a shot. This <clears throat> is going to be one of those underrated games by the end of the year. It definitely seems like the game, like the game of the summer. This has been like they came out the same day as like Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. Um. And like it got overshadowed like that weekend, and it seems like everybody quickly forgot about Shadow's Revenge because of this game. Well, absolutely, because that's that's the thing. Both of them are great, like fantastic games, but they released that same time period, and like, God, you know, it's yeah. But other than that, though, I have started playing a little bit more of like Live Alive. I haven't gotten too far into it, but I'll have more things to update about it. But, uh, yeah, at my current time right now, I'm really aiming towards finishing up Neon White fairly soon. I want to say that I want to finish it up probably like another week, probably a week and a half or something. 
but I am still going through and trying to play Live Alive. Continuing off where I left off inside that whole, like, uh, the Imperial China stuff with the master teaching the students and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I'm still looking forward to that. But, yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. All right. Very cool. Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like all this, please, like I said, top of the show, like, follow, subscribe, look, look in that show notes, look at all the links down there. Everyone's, you know, kind of interests you. Click on those. Like, follow, subscribe, all those places that we're at. Um, if you're on, like, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, uh, please leave us a five-star review or whatever, whatever they take for reviews. Please just give us the best one you can. We really would appreciate it. And then also tell a friend. The more you do that, the more people will find us. And we really, like I said, really, really, really would appreciate that. A uh, big thing, though, go on our YouTube channel, subscribe, click that bell, um, hit that like button. Mix Gable's very, very happy. <laughs> he'll make his face. He does. Uh, no matter where he is, no matter what he's doing, he'll make that face. He'll make all of us very happy. Um, but Gable's... Mm-hmm. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, have yourself a fun time. And thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya. Oh, boy. John Cena!